What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Networks. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. And now, here's today's show. Good morning. This is Reveal Your Excellence with the on-camera coach, Renee Ellison. I am so excited to be here this morning. Uh, This is my third show with Life Coach Radio Networks, and um, I'm just hoping to get to the point where I have so many shows that I've lost count. Um, This is um, such an incredible experience just to be able to come to you every second and fourth Saturday at 10 o'clock and talk to you about the topics that really mean a lot to me and will hopefully touch your soul and your spirit as well. Uh, Today, we have an incredible guest uh, who's gonna be joining us. I'm so excited that Trevor Thomas will be um, on the show today. And Trevor and I actually met through a mutual colleague who is a Tony Robbins coach. He is a speaker and an author and a coach and, Uh, He has um, a wonderful multimedia web design business. And I'll tell you, I was so impressed because I saw Trevor's uh, talk on YouTube and it was called Step Into Your Bigness. And for those of us who have struggled with um, that whole idea of really playing life full out in combination with maybe being a little bit Uh, shy about our size. Uh, Trevor really has some wonderful insights and incredible knowledge and wisdom that he can share with us today. And it's based on his experience and his life. So he's going to be joining us in just a couple minutes. But before Trevor comes uh, onto the show, I just wanted to let you know about a few shows that are coming up in the next several weeks. Jen Jaffe, is going to be interviewing Kathy Aquino and Charissa uh, Sebastian. And Kathy Aquino is a leadership and advocacy coach. She works with individuals to preserve or restore their health by exploring alternative care and um, helping them with their self-esteem. And Sharissa is a life and leadership coach uh, for women. She's a speaker and a writer, and that's going to be on Wednesday, August 26th. Now, on August 28th, which is Friday at 5 p.m., Influential Connections with Amina. Uh, Amina is going to be interviewing Anna Kiria. 
I think that's how it's pronounced. And basically, Anna Curia is going to give um, great methods that she shares in a book that she wrote. And that's going to be Friday, August 28th at 5 p.m. Uh, oh, and by the way, Jan Jaffe's show um, on the 26th is at 12 o'clock. On September 10th, on, and that's a Thursday at 8 p.m., Guiding Yourself into Being with Jennifer Belber. This is a chat with Harper Spiro. Uh, Jennifer is a lifestyle management coach who chats with Harper about empowering people who wish to revamp their lifestyle to allow for health, wealth, and happiness. And we could all use a little bit of that. Um, and I wanted to just remind you that coming up on Saturday, August 15th, in Shrewsbury, New Jersey from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Reveal Your Excellence event with the on-camera coach Renee Ellison, that's me. Uh, there are actually two seats left. So if you're on the line today and you wanna give us a call, um, if you're interested in the event, if you're interested in talking to Trevor today, please don't hesitate to uh, give us a call. The number for call-in is 646 716-9397. Again, that's 646-716-9397. And I believe I have Trevor Thomas on the line. Are you there, Trevor? Uh, I am here. Um, I'm actually experiencing <laughs> some weird technical. Um, oh. I'm hearing myself like five seconds later. <laughs> okay. Are um, you on speaker by any like chance? A, no, no, I'm on uh, headphones. You're on headphones. Okay, let's do this. Why don't you um, hang up and call me back and see if maybe we can fix that technical issue, okay? Okay, great. All right, that sounds great. Just hang up and call me back, okay? All right, so Trevor's dropped off the line. But in the meantime, let me just tell you a little bit about my workshop that's coming up. I'm so excited. Uh, Reveal Your Excellence is, uh, like I said, it's going to be on Saturday, August 15th in Shrewsbury, New Jersey, uh, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., two seats left. I wanted to let you know, um, basically, you know, just kind of give you an idea of what the workshop is all about. I think you know that I launched my career in television about 30 years ago. And this is kind of my way of combining my work in television with my life coaching experience. And I just earned my second certification as um, a certified personal development coach through IPAC. And this uh, workshop will be an opportunity for my participants. And there's going to be about 10 people uh, in the room, plus myself, uh, to really tap into their full potential and really work on image and work on, on camera presentation and really connect their passions and their desires and business with their personal and their professional fulfillment. So uh, we're going to have a great time. It's going to be a lot of fun. Interactive and introspective is what I'm calling it. Um, an opportunity for people to really just kind of sit back and think about all the things that uh, they want to achieve in life, but maybe have been a little bit afraid to achieve. And um, kind of iron out some of those wrinkles so that you can get to the other side of your goals and your expectations of yourself. So I think we have Trevor back. Let me just see if I can get him on the line and hopefully those technical issues are worked out. Trevor, can you hear me okay? Yes. Can you hear me okay? 
I can hear you fine. Do you still have that delay going on that's driving you crazy? No, I, I switched over to calling on my phone, so the audio might not be quite as good, but it, it fixed the delay at least. We can hear you fine. Thank you so much for calling me back. Great. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't miss this for the world. Oh, thank you so much. You know, I'm, I'm so excited. You are actually my second guest from California. And, okay. and, and I... And I am so um, happy that you got up so early just to spend time with me. I feel very <laughs> special. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, thank you. And, and actually, I technically live up in Ashland, Oregon, which is where I am right now. But for the last four months, I've been living down in San Diego with my, my friend Robert. So I just, just got back from a really big like summer trip, um, oh, finally nice. settling back home. Okay, and tell us a little bit about that trip because that trip, by I know, is kind of exciting, right? Yeah, it's been it's been kind of a whirlwind. Um, I've I've been helping my friend Robert build a bus so that he can um, take people on these bucket list trips that he does. Um, mm. Just uh, have it, helping people kind of experience these things that they'd usually kind of put away towards the end of their lives but doing it now. And, um, and we've been, you know, we took a school bus and we renovated it and we, we gutted it and we put in like all new furniture and bunk beds and couches and, and painted it and made this, um, you know, this big production. So that's kind of what I've been working on this summer. It's been my summer project. So that's, that's fun. That sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. And what's the response been so far? Uh, it's been great. We've we've done a couple of trips so far. Um, we did a trip to Big Bear, which went really well, and then we just got back from a trip to Sedona. So I've been traveling um, for, I don't know, the last three or four weeks, and we're finally up in Ashland. They're doing a trip up here, and then they're heading back home and just kind of, you know, this is this is my stop, basically. Awesome. Um, awesome. Well, I'm so glad that you fit uh, a little bit of time in your schedule for uh, Reveal Your Excellence and that you are on the phone with me today uh, live on the radio so that all of our callers can share um, really what it means to step into your bigness. And we're going to get into that in just a second. But if you are uh, out there and you're listening, please don't hesitate to call in today and uh, speak with Trevor. 646-716-9397 is the call-in number. Again, that's 646-716-9397. So Trevor, I was, I was telling the listeners that we uh, were introduced through a mutual friend who is a Tony Robbins coach. And that I had the pleasure and the privilege of being able to watch your video um, that you did when you when the two of you uh, traveled with a group, I believe, um, abroad. And the the talk was just so uh, impactful, and it really made a significant difference for me uh, because you tied in the whole idea of. Uh, your size and playing full out and, and stepping into your bigness. Can you talk to us about really what it means to step into your bigness? Yeah. Um, step into your bigness is uh, something that I actually, a friend of mine came up with the title um, a couple of years ago when I was trying to really figure out what my message is. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, at first, 
it was probably the scariest thing I'd ever heard. I was like, wow, step into your bigness. That is, that is, it, it impacted me in that, um, it was the last thing that I wanted to talk to people about. You know, mm-hmm. it was, you know, this, you know, um, I, I, I don't know if you've, you've ever felt that, but like, for me, trying to figure out what my message to the world is, I mean, there's there's things that I can talk about, like uh, manifesting and self-confidence and, and, and just different aspects, things that I could teach, but Step Into Your Bigness is the one that I'm teaching myself. You know, that's, mm. that's my big lesson. And um, and it, it hit me really hard in that it's, it's almost like a secret that everybody knows, but that um, I don't want to talk, talk about. You know, it's um, it's obvious that I'm a large person when you meet me, but you know, deep down inside, I don't think of myself that way. So this message really hits home for me, um, and uh, and it's been a it's been a, a lifetime experience for me is uh, learning to accept my size and to start seeing the positive sides of that. Um, for most of my life. Um, I, uh, my, my dad actually gave me the nickname, uh, gentle giant. And, mm. you know, I'd, I'd hear that and I think, wow, that, you know, that feels really good to hear that, to know that people think of me as a nice, gentle person. But deep down inside, I'm like, man, I, it, for some reason it just didn't quite feel right. It felt like something was missing. And it was like, and it was me, um, not identifying with the other aspects of my size. You know, I've always wanted to uh, not make people feel uncomfortable around me, not not feel intimidated, feel like they can talk to me and connect with me. But um, but by doing that, I'm denying a very basic side of myself, and that's that, you know, being a big guy is a sense of security for people. And security comes with kind of a, you know, a, like a dangerous side, and that's the side of myself I never express. I never express my, my anger. I never express, um, my size as a, you know, as a, as a force for protection. Um, Mm. and that's the piece that I've always been disconnected from. How do I express that? You know, my, my dad had a temper when I was growing up and I remember how it felt to be on the receiving end of that. And I said, I never want to make other people feel that way. And so my whole journey growing up was around playing small so that I wouldn't intimidate people. And by doing that, I, uh, you know, I didn't connect with the very natural side of myself, which needed to be expressed, you know, needed to learn how to be expressed healthily. And so that's really been my journey over the last few years is learning to express the sides of myself that I've denied for most of my life. Um, and, and that's really my message is by embracing all aspects of yourself, you are able to step into a new potential that, that hasn't shown up before. And that's what well, step in your bigness means to me. Well, I, I definitely, um, I can definitely hear in your message that whole idea of why it would be scary and why it would be the last thing that you want to talk about. Because um, a lot of times what happens, I think, is that people see the large frame, and I'm, I'm, I'm even speaking personally sometimes, and 
they they make certain assumptions about who you are and what you bring to the table. And I can just hear from your message, you know, just with your dad calling you a gentle giant, how um, sometimes when people put those labels on you, it allows you or forces you sometimes to play those labels out in your life and not really step into who you are. So that makes complete and total sense. So, you know, you you said, you said some really incredible things. I, I wanted to just touch on that whole idea of not making people feel uncomfortable. Can you, can you say, or maybe give an example of, 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 of when you have uh, experienced that in life? Well, I mean, I think it's most of my interactions with people. I mm-hmm. I tend to uh, want to downplay my size almost immediately so that people don't feel intimidated. And mm-hmm. I, uh, I I just tend to not allow myself to express that side of myself because I'm afraid of what people will think of me. You know, I don't want them to associate me with a, with a big angry guy, right? Somebody mm-hmm. that they have to be afraid of. So... Um, I, you know, I, it's funny. I remember walking around like as a high school kid, um, just being angry. And you know, I'd be walking around just outside, uh, walking down the street, and I would just be like balling my fists up and just wanting to express this anger that had been building up and not knowing how to do it. And mm. I know what that is now. I didn't know what it was back then. It was that side of myself that I just kept bottling up. You know, the, I'm, I'm the nice guy. I'm the person that is able to connect and talk with anybody. You know, I'm, I'm the person that helps facilitate people talking to get together. Like, I'm a really good mediator. But whenever it came to expressing anger or expressing, you know, how I was really feeling inside, I would bottle that up until it was, it was like a pressure cooker. Like, it was always somewhere in the background, just waiting to explode. And because I felt that, I never expressed it. Because I think, wow, this is out of control. If I express this, I could hurt somebody. And I never wanted to do that. So I just added to that whole sense of bottling up. Um, I can't really think of a specific example. I just remember like walking around as a kid, just feeling angry for no reason and mm-hmm. trying to understand what that was. And, and, and that's where a lot of it comes from is recently learning how to express my anger and how to express those underlying feelings um, because it, it, it has to come out eventually and, and sure. bottling it up is not a solution. You know, at least that's what I've found. No, um, I, I agree. I would agree that, you know, it's, it's important to be able to learn how to channel those emotions, even the, even the quote unquote negative emotions in a constructive mm-hmm. way so that you're not um, kind of keeping all that inside and, and, and feeling those toxic emotions on a daily basis and not having any kind of outlet for them. So I know that you're, you had this um, experience and I read a little bit and heard a little bit in your talk about bullying. And I was wondering how has your journey through bullying and insecurity helped to shape this work? Well, I can tell you um, probably one of the significant moments that I remember when I was a kid, um, it, 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 it sticks out in my mind. Um, there was a time, I think I was in elementary school, and I, 
it was the first time, like, in a, I was at a public pool, and it was sort of my first time interacting with other kids. And I was um, at the diving board. You know, I was at the high dive. And I was in line with a bunch of other kids, and there were some older kids in front of me. And they were kind of joking around. And one of them turns to me, and he says, um, you can't go on the high dive. You're too fat. And I didn't... You know, I didn't know that. I didn't know that about myself. I didn't um, think of myself in that way. But this older kid who I thought, you know, he's older, he must know more. Um, I identified with it. He's like, oh, okay, I must be fat. This older, I guess, wiser, you know, that's what I thought at the time, person is telling me that. And so I started to identify with that. And, um, you know, growing up, it was sort of in the back of my mind, just this idea that I was, a larger person. And when I look back at myself back then, I was not like a fat kid in any way. I was a normal sized kid, but I really identified with this label. And, um, because I never wanted to be like my dad and, you know, express my anger in a way that was harmful to others, I would always bottle it up. So I didn't know how to deal with bullying. I would always internalize it. I would never, um, respond or, you know, um, uh, engage in any way. So I internalized all those feelings and those emotions and grew up and, and, you know, started having eating problems and started, um, not knowing how to deal with my emotions in that way. And, uh, and it really became something that I embodied because of, how I took on those other people's ideas about me when I was a kid, it, it became something that I really identified with later and, and, you know, still something that I deal with. And it's, uh, I've recently learned um, an expression that I really like is, um, what is it? It's, um, it's none of my business what other people think of me. That's something Mm. that I heard maybe like two or three years ago, and it really stuck with me. Just this idea that I don't need to take on other people's feelings or judgments or emotions about me. And that's been my journey the last two or three years is unlearning all that stuff that I took on and identified with as a kid and and realizing that I'm okay the way I am and I don't need to take other people's stuff on about me. And, And that's really been my journey. Well, the one thing that I can honestly say that I feel when I listen to you, and I'm sure our listeners, uh, many of our listeners would agree, is your ability to articulate your emotions is just uh, profound. You know, just the way that you are so in tune with your journey and so in tune with what you've been through and your decisions and your thought pattern, you know, the whole um, process of the way you think is, is so um, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's almost like um, evolved, you know? So, you know, there, there there's so many people I think who are experiencing the same kind of emotions, but haven't been able to really articulate what it is that they're thinking and feeling. And the fact that you're able to do that 
is um, is really impressive and 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 kind of inspiring in a way. It kind of inspires uh, uh, people to want to do that for themselves, to kind of hear their own stories so that they can um, make the kind of changes that they need in life so that they can um, live a happy, more content life. And, you know, as I listen to you, I really hear a very vulnerable spirit. And the idea of vulnerability and that power that's within vulnerability is really profound. So I was hoping that you could tell us um, about how you've kind of infused vulnerability into your speaking and coaching and how that's impacted people. Well, uh, first of all, thank you very much for the compliment. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. It's it. an observation more so than a compliment. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, re it's really more, um, more of um, the, the, the words that you say resonate so strongly that, um, you know, I can't help but, you know, just make the observation myself. So anyway, about um, vulnerability. Yeah, well, uh, that's, uh, that's something I've kind of learned more recently is um, mm -hmm. I, 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 took, I did an event where kind of um, when I was first starting out wanting to get my message out there, I did a, like a, an event that helps people learn how to be speakers. And this event, um, I learned how to kind of tell my own story. Um, but to do that, I had to really figure out what are the different elements that have made up the story that I tell myself about who I am. And, um, you know, the, the diving board incident was one of them. And, and some, there were some others along the way that have really helped me shape uh, what my story is. And once I learned what that was, that really helped me learn to articulate that better. And a big piece of that um, one of the things I've learned about just being on stage and, uh, and about speaking to people is that everyone identifies with vulnerability. It's an mm -hmm. aspect that we don't talk about, but whenever someone is expressing something that is difficult for them, um, people identify with it. And there was, um, there was an experience that I had a while back where I went to a retreat, and it was probably the scariest thing I've ever done. Um, uh, they uh, they had us pick the top five things that you would never tell anybody ever, your top five biggest secrets, and get up in front of a room of 30 strangers and tell them all five of those secrets. Oh, and gosh. It was absolutely terrifying. Um, oh, I had yeah. a whole night, you know, like I had a whole night to think about it, to just, think about what I'm going to say. And, and, and the whole time I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to pick like a few other things. I'm going to pick some lesser things. Um, but when I was sitting there listening to people get up and speak about their secrets and hearing them talk about just some things that, that, you know, a lot of them would never tell people. And it was in a room where it was like, a, you know, to, like um, people were having to trust everybody else that they wouldn't, walk around telling people these things that they said, you know, it was confidentiality kind of agreement. And, um, and it was the scariest thing, but I heard people share some of the most vulnerable, scariest things. And I realized as I was listening to them say these things that I loved them more for telling me those things than I did before they said anything. And it was because mm -hmm. of that vulnerability. And so when I got up there and I was able to, 
I was actually able to tell them all five of mine, and it was scary, but I saw the same thing in them. I saw that same sense of, like, I, you know, they were identifying with me and loving me more because I was able to express that vulnerability than before, and it was the most freeing thing I've ever done. I felt so light afterwards because I didn't care anymore. I didn't care what people thought about my five scariest, most terrifying secrets about myself because I told them to the world or, you know, at least to this group of people and they loved me more for it. And it was just, it was amazing. And so vulnerability is, you know, it's the key to freedom in, in a lot of ways. That's, that's really um, enlightening because, um, you know, I think I, I was just, as I was listening to you, I was thinking I, one of the things that uh, kind of, I guess interests me about the whole idea of vulnerability is is its connectedness to uh, groundedness and a sense of purpose and how when you do tap into that vulnerability it is so freeing and it is so empowering in so many ways. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Um. Well, I uh, I, I think that in a lot of ways it's. It's um, it's the tool that that um, people use to teach nowadays. I think that being able to be vulnerable and to speak the things that we're afraid of speaking is what people identify with. It's why you know good drama on TV is just so uh, mm -hmm. captivating. These people expressing really difficult things uh, it draws people together. And being able to tell my own story and being able to say the things that scared me when I was growing up and the things that I never thought I'd tell people. Um, it's, it, I think in a lot of way, um, people nowadays and, and forever, the, the self-help messages and self-empowerment messages that people put out, um, they're writing them for themselves. Like the person that writes the, you know, the big best-selling book, their audience is themselves. They're, themselves are the ones that need to hear it the most. And I feel the same way with my step in your bigness message. Every time I talk to it about it to other people, I'm speaking to myself and I'm hearing it for myself. And every time I get to share those, those pieces, I get to, to find a new sense of empowerment and freedom and, and step into a larger version of myself. So just, Speaking these messages is empowering. Just even even if it only helps me, that's Definitely. the best gift that I can give to myself. And I think that's true for other people too. Is, is vulnerability connects us and it frees us as well. And it's a ripple effect. Um, so, what do you think the significance is of not apologizing for your size and for your bigness? What's the huge significance there? I think that um, it's uh, it, it's also a sense of freedom. It's uh, at least for me being able to step into uh, not apologizing, being able to stand in my presence and say, "This is who I am, good and bad, big and and small, all aspects of myself." Being able to say, you know, I am this size. Deal with it. I, I no longer have to take on other people's feelings about myself. That's their own process, their own 
judgments and discernments, they see me through a filter, and that filter is their own, and I don't need to own that filter. You know, I got I got plenty of filters of my own to deal with. I don't need to own other people's. So, for me, it's a it's a reclaiming my identity from you know for all these aspects of myself that I give to other people. They say, oh, I don't want to hurt that person, or I don't want this person to feel that. I don't need to own that stuff. That's their own stuff. So it's um, it's reclaiming myself um, is what that is to me. Um, step into my bigness is reclaiming who I am. So for people who may identify as large or full-figured, I mean, I, I always joke that I was nine pounds, two ounces when I was born, and I've been plus size ever since. <laughs> and, um, mm -hmm. you know, so for people who identify as large or full-figured, what's the first step to really accepting your size? Um, I think the first step to accepting your size is, I mean, there's a lot of different steps. For me, the one that, that really came up was was uh, learning not to take other people's um, judgments about me on as myself. But, mm -hmm. but really, it was it was to start seeing the positives um, because I, I've denied my size for so long. Um, it's just in the way that I interact with people, you know, I, I mean, obviously I'm a big guy. I can't deny that, but like on the inside, I feel, I feel like a regular sized person. Like in my mind, I'm, I'm the action star. I'm not the, I'm not the heavy set comic relief guy, you know, but, um, but when I, when I start to recognize that there are positive aspects of being this size, like that people feel secure around me, that people feel, you know, like I get to, I get to really embody these things that, that I never would have seen if I hadn't started to accept who I am, the, the limitations along with the benefits. And it's, it was really the benefits that, that got, got me to start seeing. It's like, wow, okay, I, I could, um, I can, protect people. I could step into that role. I can, um, you know, help people in a different way than I have before just by identifying with and, and accepting my size. And yeah, it means I have to accept some limitations that I have, but it also means that, that I don't have to be those limitations anymore. Like once you accept something, then you can change it. You can't change it until you can accept it. That's, that's been my biggest lesson is accept it first. And then, you know, if you still feel you need to change it, then absolutely you can. But I could not move forward until I recognized where I was at. You know, instead of living in the past or living in the future, I have to live in the present. And this is where I am. This is the body that I inhabit, uh, good and bad. So embracing it has been, you know, um, my first step. It's just nice. be where you're at, really. And, you know, in a culture, really, where Americans are consistently looking for ways to get healthier, which is usually just another way or euphemism for saying lose weight, mm -hmm. how, how do you thrive in a culture that's dominated by those kinds of, kinds of underlying messages that big is bad? I, I think it's just like anything else. It's it's if we start looking at these messages and identifying with them, 
we're taking ourselves outside of ourselves. We're taking the control that we have over who we are and giving it over to other people. Um, I don't need other people to tell me what I need to do. I have that information inside of myself already. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't need to go to other people and have them fix me because then they're fixing me based on their ideas. And it's the same thing mm -hmm. with culture, you know, popular culture. If I'm trying to fit myself into some other template, then I'm not, right. uh, I'm not accepting who I am. I'm not identifying with myself. I'm giving over control to somebody else. And I think that's the biggest message is learn to trust yourself and learn to follow your own intuition and, you know, embracing myself as I am gives me more control than anything, any diet or any, uh, you know, exercise I could be doing because I can now make choices based on who I am. And, you know, even like this trip that I went on down to San Diego, um, mm -hmm. when I'm in the moment, when I'm doing what's right for myself in the moment, I'm not overeating. I'm not, you know, making bad decisions for myself. I'm, I'm using food as fuel. I'm, you know, so that I can get through the day and do the fun things that I want to do. I'm exercising just by enjoying my life and making decisions around who I want to be right now. These, it's about being present and taking control. And then I change automatically based on the lifestyle that I've chosen. It, mm -hmm. You know, it's no longer about a diet. It's about a lifestyle. Right. And, and again, it's not just an euphemism for getting uh, thinner. It's really about that lifestyle change and uh, altering the way you think about food and about exercise and all of that. Mm -hmm. And I think, and I think the other part of stepping into your bigness seems like it has to do with playing full out and not apologizing for being impressive and capturing attention and walking in the room and you know people notice you and 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 i'm just wondering you know trevor how do you make those full out decisions when you may still feel a little insecure about things mm -hmm. in your life how do you do that I, um, that's uh, that's definitely uh, an interesting question um i the way that I tend to do things is I tend to just throw myself into situations that I kind of have to rise to the occasion to, uh, to, to get through. I, mm -hmm. That doesn't work for everybody, but that's something that I've tended to do throughout my life is I'll just put myself in the situation and then I just have to deal with it in the moment and be like, okay, I gotta, you know, I gotta make it through this thing. So, um, for me, it's, um, I, I stretch, by through experience more than anything else. So I, I think a lot of it is just, just say yes to that thing that you're afraid of. And then for me, at least the skill set that I've learned is whenever I feel overwhelmed or whenever I feel stuck, I, I kind of close my eyes and I get centered and I tell myself, I have all the tools I need to get through this moment. If I bring myself back to the present, I can get through anything. I just have to be present and take it one step at a time. And then, you know, before I know it, I'm on the other side of whatever it is that I'm afraid of. Um, mm. I, I recently did karaoke for the first time in my life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, just uh, like two or three weeks ago. And um, it, you are brave. You know, 
I, I know. Like two, three years ago, I never, never would have done it. Most of my life, I'm like, I'm never doing karaoke. <laughs> and uh, and I finally got to this point where I was just, I was in the moment. I was experiencing life. Um, karaoke just happened to be on the table with the people that I was hanging out with. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I had to drink a few whiskeys to get up there. Um <laughs> That's <laughs> a little bit of liquid courage, but uh, I, I just, I, you know, I, I, I was finally ready, and that was just, and that was about just continuing to experience things in the moment, uh, and taking things one step at a time. And so, you know, I was finally able to have that experience for myself. And it's the same thing with anything. Anything big is scary if you look at it from from wherever you're at. But if you just take mm-hmm. things one step at a time and live in that moment, and, and for me, it's that, it's that closing my eyes and saying, I have all the tools I need to get through this moment, you know, and it, it, everything led up to it. Every step is like, okay, going to the bar, great. That's a step. Picking out what the song is, that's a step. Um, you know, and suddenly I was up in front of a whole bunch of people. I'm like, okay, well, I got to do this now. <laughs> I'm here. And just let go of what other people think of me and just realize it's going to be whatever it's going to be. That's and, fantastic. Uh, and I was on the other side of it before I knew it. And it was just that, you know, taking it one step at a time, being as present as possible and realizing that I can get through this moment. That's all I have to focus on this moment. And, well, um, we are on, we are on uh, the line right now with Trevor Thomas, author, international speaker, life coach. We're talking about stepping into your bigness. Step into your bigness. That's what the message is about today. And if you're listening and um, you have any questions for Trevor, if you have any comments for, uh, for us today, definitely give us a call at 646 646- 716-9397. Again, that's 646-716-9397. You know, I was thinking about uh, the whole idea of stepping into your bigness and how it's not just one step, is it? It's it's a it's a series of you know, a a tremendous amount of steps in order to Mm -hmm. really be able to accept who you are and, and, and where you, um, where you are in life. And, you know, as you were talking about stepping up to the bar and then stepping to pick out the song and then stepping on stage and then actually singing, it, it kind of um, became very clear to me that that's really how it is in life. You know, it's really about kind of, charting that course toward the person that we want to be, the person that we want to embrace, the person who we are. Um, and it's it's a journey. It really is. And so I'm just wondering, you know, what are the three practical steps that we can take when we're feeling stuck? Well, um, uh, for myself, at least, I found the first step is to change something, anything. Because when you're when you're in the middle of it, it is so hard to see where you want to go. You're just uh, it's like being in stagnant water. You know you have, can't can't see through to anything else. And so what I usually do is I make a change of some kind, it, even if it's unrelated. It at least, at least helps stir up the energy. Or I'll you know 
I'll sell some stuff or I'll get rid of a few things or I'll stop working on a project just so I can close things up and free things up or I'll, I'll try something new. I'll, you know, I'll start going and taking dance class or something, you know, just, just to change something so that I can get out of that energy and see things from a new perspective. That, that has been very helpful for me um, is just making a change of some kind. Um, the second thing is what I was talking about earlier is uh, taking things one step at a time is just knowing that you can do whatever is in front of you and taking any small step toward your goal that you can. Because once you start taking those steps, you know, they, they add up. You don't have to get to whatever your goal is immediately. It's break it up into, into whatever you can do in this moment. You know, and, and the next moment, and then before you know it, you're there. Uh, I, I think a lot of making big changes in our lives is about building self-confidence. It's about building your confidence mm-hmm. to really take those larger steps, and that is about taking small steps. It's uh, confidence is something we build. It's not something we have. It's mm. you know, it's it's I I, I guess for myself at least. Um, it's taking those tiny little steps until they add up to a sense of accomplishment, you know, and I say, okay, well, I've, I've been on this diet for the last 20 days. That's pretty cool. Maybe I can step it up a, a notch. I can do this other thing um, because now I know that I can do it. I can do this one small thing consistently so I can start doing this other thing too. Before I know it, I have the confidence to be making these larger changes in my life. And it's just about taking small steps. Just break it up into something small that you can do. If you don't feel like you can do something, just break it up into a smaller task. Just take any mm-hmm. step towards what you're doing, and that'll move you out of the energy. And then um, I know the third thing for me is just getting inspired. If I'm not feeling, if I'm feeling stuck, and I'm not feeling like I can move forward in whatever way, then I'll just find some inspiration. I'll watch an inspiring movie. I'll you know, watch a little motivational YouTube clip. I'll find some inspiring quotes online. I'll I'll build a vision board, something like that, to just get me re-inspired and re-engaged with whatever it is I'm trying to move forward in. Well, you definitely inspire me, and I know that you're inspiring um, every person who your voice is connecting with right now. Because the thing that I, I I'm hearing in you is just movement. It's all about forward movement. It's all about um, not necessarily the acquisition of the goal, but just constantly in motion. And that is so such an important message, I think, to send to anyone who might be feeling like, you know, I, I'm 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 overweight, I'm 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 feeling uncomfortable with my life and things aren't working right now. And if you can just take those three steps, you know, changing something small and 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 maybe what would you would consider insignificant, just changing that one thing. Um, would would make such a difference in your life. And you've actually developed an online community that's designed to assist people with that journey inward. And yeah. it's literally called the journey inward. Can yeah. you please, um, Trevor, tell us about it, what it is and how people can get involved? Yes. 
Uh, although, first, I want to address something that you just said. Which, yes. Um, it uh, just really quick. I um, the I think the biggest tool that I've been learning, and I think I said it a couple of times, is uh, it's about building the kind of life you want. It's not about the diet. I've done so many extreme diets over the years, and and mm-hmm. I always like fall back afterwards, and I usually gain more weight. But it's about creating the kind of life that you want, and then your body morphs to fit that life automatically. So it's about a lifestyle. Yeah. It's not about a life change. Um, right. For me, at least, that's been the lesson. Um, you know, it's about the journey, not the destination. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to say that really quick before I jump into the journey inward. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was really significant. I'm glad that you uh, piggybacked on that because. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think you know you're you're accurate and and your your ideas are and your thoughts and your um, insights are are very on point when it comes to you know just I think it's it's about really embracing yourself and loving yourself like you said where you are um, and if you're not able to do that if you're not able to really embrace yourself where you are it's going to be hard to kind of journey yourself. Uh, forward. So, um, so I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. So tell us about the journey inward. Okay. So the journey inward is um, an answer to a question that I had a while ago, which is what happens after the big life changing event? I think a lot of people go to these seminars and retreats and have these amazing experiences and then they go back home and they lose touch with people and they fall back into old habits. And um, they just don't necessarily uh, anchor in the changes that they wanted to make in their lives. So for me, the journey inward is uh, the answer to that question, is what happens after the event, what happens after the retreat, the life-changing experience. And it's it's essentially an online community where people can connect with others just like them going through the same kind of experiences and get ongoing support around those personal growth changes that they're working on in their lives. Uh, I know for myself, the the biggest thing that's helped me make lasting changes in my life is having a support system, people that I can talk to, accountability partners, people that I can talk to about my goals and my, you know, my the stuff that's come up, the obstacles, people that'll support me in whatever changes I'm trying to make in my life. Um, that has been the biggest thing that has made a change for me, is having that support system. And I want to create that for other people so that people can, you know, feel like they, they have a support system wherever they are in the world or whatever it is that they're working on. They can connect with someone that's going through the same stuff. And that's really what the journey inward is for me. It's an online community where people can uh, connect. They can join groups on particular topics. They can find accountability partners um, and get ongoing support around their specific personal growth goals. You know, it's, it's not about any particular teaching. It's about what am I working on for myself and who will support me in moving forward in that. Nice. And, um, yeah, and that's what the Journey Inward online community is. Uh, so there's a number of things that I'm doing with it. I'm still in the process of building the online community and growing the, um, you know, the, the, the user base. But um, I've recently created a planner, a kind of a, um, uh, like a physical version of what the website is that helps people work through their goals 
um, you know, find inspiration, create a goal, break it up into bite-sized pieces, and plan it out throughout the next year so where they can actually achieve it by, like, making those tiny steps that they need to to get to where they want to go in the goal. And then that ties in with online community where they can get ongoing support around making that goal a reality and making it something that sticks. So there's, um, there's a couple of things out there that people can check out right now, like the online, like the planner. Um, and the online community is going to be up in the next month or two. And, um, and then people will be able to check that out and, you know, get the kind of support that they want around their goals. And if someone were interested in knowing a little bit more about the planner, where would they go, Trevor? Uh, they would what go would to you? journeyinwardplanner.com. And you can actually okay. go online and purchase it right now if you want to. And it's, and it's pretty, it's pretty economically reasonable and sound, I think, in terms Mm -hmm. of pricing. So I think you'll be really um, happy when you go to the site and um, you see the planner. It's absolutely beautiful. And um, I was actually thinking about maybe offering the planners at my workshops sometime in the future. So, you know, Trevor and I were, um, we're, we're, we're kind of chatting a little bit about that. And it sounds like a really great opportunity for people who are really looking to um, take those steps toward stepping into your business. And this is, this is not just for the person who might um, identify as large size or plus size or, or, or whatever. This is for anyone who really might be having challenges with that whole idea of stepping into uh, playing full out in life and really um, being the uh, the person that you are called to be that's inside of you that's just kind of dying to get out. Um, Trevor, what is your ultimate dream and vision for your pa- for your practice? Well, I think from for myself, I really want to um, put my step into your bigness message out there more. I want to put myself out there as uh, you know, public speaker, really try to get that message out there. Um, and then uh, it, uh, it really all kind of ties in with journey inward. I have a few different things. I want to teach people how to um, find the answers within themselves instead of looking outside and then um, step into their own potential with, you know, the whole step in your biggest thing. And then finally tie them into the journey inward online community where they can get ongoing support with these, you know, new changes that they've made in their lives. So it's kind of a three-step process. Um, but that's my ultimate goal is to, to build that and, and get that out into the world. Well, awesome. And, and I believe that as you continue to speak and as you continue to share your message, there'll be even more people like myself who uh, listen to your message and your words resonate with them. And uh, you'll definitely continue to grow in terms of uh, exposure and uh, um, not necessarily acceptance, because that's what this whole talk is about. It's not about necessarily being accepted. It's about, you know, just getting your voice heard and, um, healing yourself as you start, as you continue to heal other people as well. So what would you like to leave our listeners with regarding step into your bigness and the journey inward? Um, I think, I think it's that um, it's really to just trust yourself and to uh, listen to your own inner guidance because um, you're the only one that has the answers for yourself. You, you know, 
nobody else can tell you what's right for you. And whether it comes to stepping into your bigness and your potential or, you know, continuing your journey in whatever way that looks, it all comes back to um, listening to yourself and being able to trust yourself. And, and I think that's the goal for all of us is to just be able to identify with and embrace who we are. And then our journey unfolds from that. Um, so, yeah, that would be my biggest piece of advice is just trust yourself. Um, you are your best teacher, uh, you know. So, yeah, I, I think that's pretty much it. Wow. Trust yourself. You are your best teacher. Those are great words to leave us with, Trevor. Thank you so much for taking time mm -hmm. out of your morning and uh, you know just spending time with us today on Reveal Your Excellence. It has been an absolute pleasure and privilege to have an opportunity to talk to you one-on-one. -on -one. And um, I'm sure that there are many listeners who feel the same way. So thanks again and continued success in all that you endeavor, okay? Thank you very much. You too. <laughs> My pleasure. And stay in touch. And let's talk about uh, the planners at some point real soon, okay? Okay. Sounds great. All right. You have a good day. <laughs> you too. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Trevor Thomas, author, speaker, coach, um, just an all-around great guy. And um, I thoroughly enjoyed that conversation. I hope that you did too. And um, I hope that uh, those of you who are listening will have an opportunity to really um, embrace the whole idea of stepping into your bigness and really just allowing yourself to just change that one thing to um, not necessarily listen to the voices that are putting labels on you and to allow yourself to be inspired by something that will allow you to step one step at a time toward your goals and your ambitions and your um, aspirations. I'm so delighted that I had this chance to come to you today, this morning, and uh, share Trevor and uh, share the whole Reveal Your Excellence philosophy, the Step Into Your Bigness philosophy. Um, but most important, I think Trevor's words um, at the end of uh, his uh, talk today really made the most sense. And that's that whole idea of really trusting yourself. Trust yourself. Um, go with your gut. Go with your instinct. Um, you know what's best for you and whether it's the instinct within or the God within or whatever you want to call that feeling, that emotion, that sensitivity that happens when we know what's right, go with that thing. And, um, you know, some people call it the Holy Spirit. Some people call it um, by different names, but whatever you want to call it, go with it. And trust that you are your best teacher and that um, ultimately the instincts that you follow will lead you uh, to the path that's meant for you and you alone. Um, this has been an incredible uh, morning. I'm so excited and um, sorry to leave you, but I'm going to have to journey forward um, instead of inward. <laughs> 
Um, but just another reminder that Reveal Your Excellence with Renee Ellison is coming up next week, Saturday, August 15th in Shrewsbury, New Jersey. If you're interested, definitely email me at renee at reneeellison.com. And um, I will look forward to hearing from you. Two seats left. Don't delay. Have a great day. Bye-bye.